Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to <laughs> Don't Laugh. I love <laughs> the first episode ever of Rate My Bop. <laughs> and yeah. um, Paul is currently laughing at me because I'm doing my radio voice. You are. And, I love <laughs> underneath a giant wood louse of my pop shield, yes. like hiding under it like a little umbrella. <laughs> So this is our brand new podcast for the new year. Um, We're very excited to bring this to everyone. Yep. And the concept of Rate My Bop, for everybody who's listening, here it is. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, you're going to join me and Becky while we review some of our favourite artists and their albums. And for each album, we're going to rate it out of five. And then we're going to basically argue about who's right and um, who has the better taste. Because me and Paul have very similar pop music tastes. And then there's this weird, like, overlap where we kind of go off in completely different directions. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting experiment for us as well. Because we are both super passionate about pop music. We We, are. We're both singer-songwriters. We are. We're both musical. We are. (laughs) We're both pop culture gurus. (laughs) We are. We like to think we are anyway. Probably not compared to like all the young 16 year olds out there now, but we like to pretend that we still are. And I think that we've, we're both very opinionated and we've both got a lot to say about pop music. So hopefully you enjoy listening to us as we go on this journey through all these different amazing albums. And we want all you guys to join us as well. And we're going to, we haven't figured out how yet, but we're going to be putting up (laughs) polls and questions and we want everybody to tell us what albums they love, what songs from the albums they love. um, What your favourites are, favourite singles, anything that's your favourites to do with these groups. Yeah. And we want to get the like the idea of whether the audience feels the same about these albums and artists as we do. And uh, we're going to be having a strong focus on pop music and all of our favourite pop acts throughout the years. And we thought that the very first act that we would choose to be the very first number one, season one, episode one act to review <laughs> will be... Little, Little Mix. Mix. Little Mix. <laughs> yes. So, here we go. We've got some facts for you about Little Mix. Yay. So, Little Mix are a five-member girl band who were formed in 2011 on the UK version of The X Factor. Um, there are four members, Jessie Nelson, Lee Ann Pinnock, Jade Furwall, and Perry Edwards. They have four platinum albums. They have over 39 million records sold worldwide, over 2.7 billion YouTube hits, 20 singles, 25 music videos. Um, and that's all the stats that I have actually run out. That's amazing. <laughs> but that is amazing. Girls so young, they're still only mid-20s to yeah. have stats like that. I it think is it's amazing. Incredible. And I think that it's, it's quite scary actually hearing it like yeah. as such an achievement like that. I actually didn't realise how big they were obviously i know they're big in the uk but hearing it like billions and they've actually crossed over haven't they yeah they've achieved that and they're actually the first like big girl band that's like the last girl band standing yeah there's not like not many girl bands have really survived into the late 2000s and also i suppose you know five albums solid as well to actually be together for that amount of time 
because not even the Spice Girls did that. Yeah, that's really so true. It's the and first I always girl band feel, for a long time. I feel like they're always really good friends. Like I feel that genuine friendship from yeah, those girls. Yes, so I do. I think that's probably part of what their mass appeal is. Yeah, and it's probably another reason why we wanted to pick them as our first people that we were going to do. Yep. Because when you think of pop, you pretty think much straight away you do. They're huge. And they are some. They're a band that I feel like we should be proud as being British. British yeah. yeah, and maybe we don't even celebrate them enough. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Who knows? So we are now going to go through in each episode every album of their five albums that they've released, and we're going to debate which album is our favorite, which is our least favorite, what our favorite songs and least favorite songs are on each album, our overall vibes for the albums, and um, and then on our final show we are going to have an overall discussion um, about like our rankings of. Yeah, and also I think what would be good maybe for the final show is people that are listening to this throughout, let us know your opinions and we can include them in the final show as well. Yeah, that's very true. And listeners' polls of who they, you know, what their favourite album is. So I think it would be nice if we can include your thoughts into that as well. Yep. Great. So obviously the first album we're going to do is DNA. And we have some stats on DNA. So uh, it was released in November 2012. And there were four singles from DNA. Um, and there was one, one, one number one single, which was Wings. Ooh. And uh, the album charted at number three in the UK and number four in the US, which is pretty good going for a brand new girl band from the UK. Yep. And them charting at number four in the US meant that they were the... F- they're the highest charting British girl group for their debut album ever. That's amazing. So, yay for Little Mix. Yay, Little Mix. I feel sorry for all the uh, new girl bands that are going to be coming in, yeah, <laughs> like, in their wake. Yeah, if there are any. Yeah, they could any. be the last big girl band. So, for me, DNA is an album that I hadn't actually listened to for s- such a long time. Oh, really? What about you? I actually, it's one that always, like, whenever I listen to music, I tend to not listen to albums. I tend to just listen to songs on my, like, phone or iTunes or whatever mm-hmm. on um, Shuffle. Um, but DNA has always had songs, like, I never tend to skip a lot of DNA. Like, I always tend to come back to it. So That's for me, good. it's an album that I'm quite familiar with and mm-hmm. one that is sort of yeah stayed with me through the years I haven't it wasn't that I haven't listened to these songs for ages I knew them still quite well that's really interesting because for me it's one that I'd almost completely not remembered oh really Uh, so obviously when it came out at the time it was one that I loved but it's honestly not one I've gone back to so right it was re- it's been really nice going back to it and hearing the songs again and instantly clicking with the songs again and remembering the words even though I've not heard them for like, like riding five a bike years. babes exactly <laughs> yeah so, so I enjoyed the experience scoring so for this series on little mix we're going to give each albums a rating out of five and they're going to be five Jesse Trout pouts yep so my <laughs> scoring for DNA was two out of five <gasps> feel like I've just been shot (laughs) but I will explain why so my scoring for little little mix DNA 
was four Jesse Trout pounds out of five. Oh my god, I knew it was going to be high. This from is going to be controversial. Then. Yeah, no, but it's good. It's good that it's it's obviously impacted you in a different way, and obviously you're going to explain why as well. So okay. Are we going to go through song by song, or are we going to... Have... Okay, I think let's start with our overall vibes. So Overall vibes. Overall thoughts. Okay. Do you want to lead as you gave them four out of five? Okay. So this is the reason that I gave this album four out of five. I feel like DNA is a really fresh bright colorful album it feels like these are like girls at the start of their big journey and i think why i love it it's the start of something it's the start of something which we know is going to lead like everyone always knew little mix were going to lead to bigger things and this just feels like this great big burst of energy then like bursting out onto the scene um I think that what I really loved about this album and about a lot of Little Mix's back catalogue is that their messages for their songs are so positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've always, like, they never just sort of sing just about love and sex and that's it. They always try to have really empowering messages to their younger fans mm-hmm. um, about being a woman and about being having confidence and facing your insecurities. And I felt a lot of these, like, really empowering messages on this album. Mm-hmm. Um I think that it feels like one great big teen movie soundtrack and that's like an area of pop that I've always had a real affinity with like you could imagine all of these songs um like in the background of some like amazing teen movie or something it's just fun it's quirky it's colorful it has on vogue vibes I've written down here (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I guess the only thing that I would say is that in a negative is that it hasn't like aged super well I feel like it does sound a bit dated now like in terms of production and songwriting um and obviously they've grown as song singers like that where they grew to has probably eclipsed where they've come from mm-hmm. um and I do feel like it is an album where it kind of fizzles out in the second part I do think the first opening of the album is a lot stronger than the end um but there's really not that much that I don't really like from this album like it's just a great one to put on in the background and enjoy so that are my that is my thoughts on dna yeah to be honest hearing you say that there's not anything there that i actually disagree with right um but for me i've given it a two out of five because honestly i felt like this should have been a much shorter album okay eight songs I think it should have been an eight-song album. Really? And almost like not a full album to me. Um, Overall, I feel it was very enthusiastic, um, but very messy. Like, listening back to it now, like I said, I've not... It's not an album I've lived with. Right. Whereas for you, you know, you've lived with it, you've lived with the messages. Me going back to it, I'm almost going back to it cold. Right. And also, I suppose I'm taking into account... Like you said, this was the start where they are now. I'm thinking about their overall career. Um, So for me, I found it very messy and I just didn't think this gelled well as an album. Um, I felt like Perry's vocals were very young. Listen to it back. I feel like Perry's vocals stood out as being very young and very nasally on this album. Yeah, they've definitely grown like as definitely vocalists grown. since this album. I think Jade sounded amazing on this album. Um, so, yeah, I still agree with everything you said, but I think I've probably scored it low because 
overall, the vibe for me was very messy. Also, what's affected my score is, which I think is going to be an unpopular opinion, um, is that I feel that How You're Doing is probably the worst single <gasps> they've really? ever done. And I loved it at the time. And I loved it when they redid a remix with Missy on it. Yeah, that was great. But now listening back to it, I thought, it, firstly, it reminds me of All Saints, I Know Where It's At. But it's not even as good. Again, the production for me... It's just very dated. I love Hey How You Doing. I absolutely love that track. <laughs> I knew you was going to say I that. Love it. I, think the I loved it. But I loved All Saints. I loved all that. But like, so I love the I, fact it was so I throwback. Think it was good. It's a bit cheesy, but. Mm-hmm. Should we delve more into the song by song? Yeah, I was going to say one more point. I think that you saying that it was a bit messy, perhaps it is a little incohesive. And I think it might have been because they'd just come off of X Factor. It was this big thing of like, quick, get the album out. It's a new band. Yeah. Promote them. And, and maybe also, it was a little, maybe it was a little bit rushed. Like you saying that's made me see that side of it as it's well. It's probably them finding their feet on which yeah. area they're going to go into because they didn't know think, who they were. They then. didn't know who they were. And this whole album is completely different from the song they released as their winner single. Because obviously they did Cannonball. Yeah. Which was which so, is, like, no, no one would ever like remember an, that. A completely understated, I like, hated awful that, cover. that cover of Cannonball. Like, and it's not them. No. So I suppose this is them trying to get through what is them. But equally, they're only, you know, they probably weren't even 20. Yeah. They're still, they were thrown together. So it's a learning experience. Yeah. But a good one. Okay. Yeah, I can see your point. To the songs. I feel like we'll still be I friends like after this. It's fine. <laughs> we will. I feel like maybe my critique will be more explained as we delve into the songs. Okay. Maybe. So let's start with I've got like here best single, best album track, and my least favorite track. So do you want to go through those yeah. and then do like a little overview of other highlights and lowlights? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So for me, best single by a standout mile is Wings. Okay. Um, and that song, <laughs> that song is one of those songs I will li- walk along the street playing it on my headphones and I will literally tear up because I find it so empowering and I find the message so inspiring. And even now, like after all these years, I can listen to Wings and I just feel like I can take on the world. I absolutely have such an emotional connection with that song. Yeah. And I love it. I put Wings amazing, <laughs> as was what my thoughts were. I do also. So it was close called Between Wings and DNA for me. I think mm-hmm. DNA is a really great, amazing song. I put DNA as my best best on the album. Okay. Because, but again, there's a but in there because I think DNA really showcased their vocals really yeah. super well. That harmony bit when it the all goes harmonies. into the choir. But the thing I don't like about DNA, which is why I think... Uh, probably it wasn't as big as a song, even though it was still top five, it wasn't a number one. It's the talking bit from Leanne in the song. I just feel like that could have been cut. Oh, and yeah. I feel like the talking bit is almost like did not connect with the rest of the song. Right. I loved the futuristic vibe of it. I yeah. loved the video, but that for me didn't gel, and I think that's probably didn't gel with a few people. Right. 
That's my I just but I still felt it was their best. The one. melody is so good in that chorus. Like it is. it's really catchy. It's very empowering. Yeah, and it's a cool like quirky love song. Like it's a love song, but it's got this cool concept of like the DNA and like it's just cool. Mm-hmm. What have you put as your worst song? So my worst one, my worst one. I feel mm-hmm. really bad. It's like worst one. There's not like any that I think. Oh my god, no, I hate them. But, it's the but this is the kind game. of the one that makes me a bit like ugh, cringe, and I don't want to listen to it. Yeah, and it's turn your face. No way! <laughs> I bet you love. As oh soon as I said that, I was like, "This is going to be one of Paul's oh favourites." That's just... my under the radar pick. <laughs> it's just so cringy. It's like I just I don't like anything about it. It's just I think I would yeah. It's just one of my all time worst little mix songs. Oh my god! It, it makes me cringe. I think it's just too. It's too heavy handed. I think it's trying to be like this big emotional moment and the words are really clunky the melody is very like uninteresting to me um i don't like big warbly ballads it's too warbly i um, you don't it was actually i've got here priscilla renee renee i'm not sure how you say her but she was this cool songwriter and she actually wrote she's like a she, oh, okay. she was a she was a girl who um i recognize the name yeah she did her own solo album and she's written a lot for other artists and she's just one of those songwriters that i've always thought oh yeah i should like mm-hmm. check out her stuff and she actually wrote this song so sorry priscilla for not liking your song sorry priscilla babe yeah <laughs> for me i actually put that as my under the radar song <laughs> for the album and i've put jade sounds amazing it's very stripped back and gorgeous all sound amazing so I think I they, focus they more do on vocally, the vocals. Yeah, vocally it does sound um, really good. And I felt like for this album, I felt like it's so stripped back and there's almost like a Christmassy vibe, I felt, that I could imagine if they'd have done this at this moment in their career um, on X Factor, just them and a piano, potential number one, Christmas number one for you me. You reckon? Yeah, I do. You're probably right. It's just not my taste. In the right... I, I think other people will love this song. I just don't... Personally, I don't like it. Yeah. No, that's fair But enough. I think as a song, you know, that people will connect with, I totally get it. It's just not for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> for me, the worst song I picked was Red Planet. Yeah, and that's a I little put, bit of a filler. I felt... I put... My comments were awful. <laughs> Features T-Boz from TLC, who I love TLC. Massive Oh, is fan. that who it is? Yes. I thought it was like some rapper. I was like, who is no, this No, so who T-Boz. Man? <laughs> yeah, no, it's one of the girls from really TLC. <laughs> and to feature someone... From a massive girl group. Yeah. It's very it was monotone, a weak track. I don't monotone. mind it. I kind of... I don't hate it. It's, it is a filler track. But for me, I I think it's kind of catchy. It's kind of pleasant. It's boppy. I don't I hate put, it's it. It's got a futuristic Arabian Nights vibe. Yeah. Which I feel like Little Mix do go back to in all of their albums. Um, but I just... For me, I just thought the use of the feature... Like, no one would have known who it was. I didn't know. No. Well, there you go. There you go. What was your Under the Radar track? So my Under the Radar track, which is actually one of my all-time favourite Little Mix songs, is We Are Who We Are. I love that song. And when I looked at the writing credits, it's written by Ina Rolston, and she's one of my all-time favourite songwriters. And I can pick her songs out a mile out, and I didn't know she'd written it, but every time I go, I love this song from this album, and I look at the credits, and it's always Ina Rolston. There's something I connect about her songwriting. Mm -hmm. And it's such a bright, lovely song. It's got such a nice message. It's catchy. It's cute. I love that song. I wrote Party in the USA. Yeah, like the message, and it's the same message they are still promoting today. Yeah, 
So it's a true little mix. I'm glad you didn't hate so, that one, babes. No, I didn't. <laughs> Yay. Is there any other moments you want to highlight from the album? I'm just going to look through my little notes. So for me, um, I love Stereo Soldier. I think that's a really cool song. Yeah, I love I the way put, it pans left and right. That's I a put cool nice moment. vibe cheerleader. Uh, <laughs> nice vibe cheerleader. I like cheerleader um, I like going nowhere. I love the storyline of that song about like some lazy uh, boyfriend who's not doing anything, like playing his Xbox all day, and she's like, "Bye, you go nowhere." <laughs> yeah, I put, I like it surprisingly. Yeah, and the acoustic very kind of vibes of it. esque. I put and love the Ed Sheeran rap. Very catchy. Yeah, that's what I put about that one. I like. Um, Change your life. I feel like that's a great like song for a sink or something. Like, yeah, love so much. Jade is a star. Love the rap talk. Goosebumps central before last chorus. Harmony's gorgeous. Um and what else? Always be together. I've put Esther Dean. I wrote that. I think she's a cool. Really? Is that not the girl from Pitch Perfect? Or am I imagining yes. it? Yes. Yeah. She wrote she's that. Always be together. Um, and pretend it's okay. I've put sing along when I didn't think I was that fussed about that song. And when it came on and I was listening to it, I'm just like, pretend it's okay. <laughs> I can't oh, help like sing along to that one. I like those moments. <laughs> For me, I put had potential but goes nowhere. Oh, oh. <laughs> lyrics awful. I put for that one. <laughs> No. <laughs> I've just read. I just sorry. I just read something. Going nowhere. I've got an arrow. Nicola Roberts. She was part of that one. No way. Yes, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's kind of all. The Madhouse was a bit of a filler one for me, but yeah, it was. It's okay. Um, yeah, I haven't got any other um, other good ones that I want to <laughs> highlight. For me, I did. For put, me, the rest is complete no, trash. No, I think for me, the rest was pretty generic and song by numbers. Okay. Um, I liked "Make You Believe," though. I put, I like the dark vibe and feel the M Vogue nod. Like this one is. Ah, from this was one of the bonus film. tracks, wasn't it? Yeah. I I hadn't listened to any of the... I didn't have the deluxe version. I listened to the bonus tracks um, when I was on Spotify. Okay. Um, And the one that I have highlighted as the bonus track I liked was Love Drunk. I thought that was quite a cute little song. Yeah. Okay. Um, The others, I liked them, but they didn't stand out to me in any way. You're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Thank you, next. No, overall, though, um, although you can see the difference... In the score, I think there's still moments on this album we both gel on. I think I just like the album tracks more than you did. Yeah. And I felt I just liked the the vibe. I think it's because I really do like trashy teen pop, and it was definitely yeah. in that area. Yeah. It's not as cool as the, what they became. Like I said, part of it is probably it's not aged very well. Yeah. But it's I just agree. the style. Some pop, it's, it's the same in pop, either it does age well, like ABBA. Yeah. Or it yeah. doesn't, you know, I can't think of a bad example. but <laughs> Or it doesn't, like DNA. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But Little Mix, we love you. And I think that for, for this girl starting out, and this was their first attempt, you know, they should be really proud of it. And it was the stepping stone to their whole massive career. So exactly. it opened up the it gates. It led them to bigger and better. It did. In my opinion. <laughs> 
Am I going to regret scoring a form? And maybe, maybe I should be like, tone, oh. it, tone it down, tone it down. I am a bit of an overscorer. I'm not going to lie. I'll look back and be like, why did I do that? I think stand by your four. I think you, yeah. you stated I like it. why. I yeah. liked it. And I like it. But yeah. for me, I need two Jesse Trout pouts out of five. <laughs> But then from there, they can only go up, surely. Exactly. Well, we would hike. Or can they? Oh, my God. <laughs> you will have to tune in to the next episode to find out. So, tomorrow, as I'm assuming we'll be doing this in, like, we don't know when we're releasing this, but I'm going to yeah. say tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, join us, um, where we will be reviewing Little Mix Salute, their sophomore yes. album. Mm. We'll see you then, loves. Bye, loves. Bye. Bye.